Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain Editor Dave Schofield coming at you again with another breaking news podcast. We are five for five um, in the first week of the new league year for the NFL for, in 2022. Uh, this time, it's a Friday. It's just me. I'm sorry. There, it's not going to be much of a conversation. I'm just going to be speaking about uh, the news of the day for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the reason I say it's five for five is because the Steelers, once again, they haven't let a day go by since the legal tampering per- period began where they haven't added a player to their 2022 roster. This one is uh, interesting because to set up who the Steelers added, first, I got to tell you who the Steelers lost. All right. Since our last breaking news podcast, uh, late on Thursday night, oh my goodness, this was even after the Steelers preview was live on YouTube, that uh, kick returner, wide receiver, Ray Ray McLeod signed with the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I thought perhaps McLeod would be back next year. didn't know for sure exactly, thought maybe they could get him on a similar deal to what he was last year where he was about a million dollars. And while the Steelers were apparently in the running, uh, yeah, no way when it, you see what ended up happening with Ray Ray McLeod. How about two years, $10.4 million? Up to $10.4 million was what was reported by Tom Pelissero. So that means there might be some incentives and everything in there. But I, don't, I didn't see the Steelers being in... In, in on on that at all. So before we get to who the Steelers signed, let's go ahead and go chronological because after that, the oh, there was really no news going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then there was some news all at once, some of it involving the Steelers and some of it involving the AFC North. Um, we'll get we'll just look at the Steelers stuff first, and we'll come back to the AFC North because the the Steelers then lost their second player to free agency. Uh, only, only the second player that they lost here for 2022, and that was one Juju Smith-Schuster. He said goodbye to Steelers fans on his Instagram, and he is off to the Kansas City Chiefs. One-year deal, one-year deal, okay, much like he signed with the Steelers last year, $10.75 million. Um, a lot of people felt like the Steelers might have even overpaid a little bit for what they got out of Juju last year when they when they got him for eight million. So almost eleven million dollars uh, for for him to go to Kansas City. I'm not surprised that the Steelers weren't in on that. They they weren't really going to have a, a a big portion of their um, salary cap caught, you know caught up in that. And I also am not surprised that the Steelers haven't been doing one year deals this year. They have been using void years, and that's what they did last year to be able to do one year deals. But I also see why Smith Schuster would want a one year deal, see if he can go somewhere, really tear it up, and get a and get an enormous contract. Don't blame him one bit at all for that. If he were to return to Pittsburgh, I would have assumed it wouldn't have he wouldn't have wanted any more than two years because I didn't see the Steelers going on a one year deal again. But uh, Juju Smith Schuster is is reportedly signing with the Chiefs. So that was the losses. With that, the Steelers went out and signed a former All Pro player. Wow, All Pro! It's an All Pro kick returner. The Steelers signed, and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher the name so bad because it's what I do. It's what I do. But I'm going I'm going to do my best. Gunner Olszewski. If I got that anywhere close to correct, he came uh, after being with the New England Patriots. He was their kick return man for the last three seasons, and in 2020, he was he was selected first team All Pro. He had 
346 return yards in 2020. That led the NFL. Um, he also led the NFL in yards per return in 2020 with 17.3. And he also, you know, tied for the lead because he did have a return touchdown in 2020. That's his only return touchdown that he's had in either kicks or punts. His first year in New England, he only did punts. He did eight games, 20 returns, no kick returns. In 2020, he did, once again, 20 returns, but he missed the first four games of the season. Sorry, the first three games of the season. I almost messed that up. Uh, due to an injured foot. So he came back and put up those numbers where he led the league in return yards despite missing three games. Um, and then he also did kick returns. And then where he averaged uh, 23.2 yards per return. And then in 2021, he had 26 punt returns, 309 yards, still an 11.9 average. That's that's not bad. And then he once again returned some kickoffs, 18 for 416 yards. Very consistent with those numbers um, when it comes to uh, kicking returns and even the punt returns. So, all right, so the Steelers signed him. Well, what does that really mean? Well, that that's fine that they signed him, but man, oh man, if it's, he's just a kick returner, is he just a kick returner? Yeah, he's just a kick returner for the most part. In three years in New England, he has not really been involved in the offense. He does have a touchdown, a receiving touchdown. I, I have to say that, that he also had a receiving touchdown in 2020. But in all, he's only had 12 targets for nine receptions and 127 yards in his career. And and then when it comes to rushing, he has six rushes for 32 yards. So that's where he fits in in the offense. So it doesn't seem like this is an answer that the Steelers are coming in to have another wide receiver. Um, doesn't mean that he couldn't end up being in the mix kind of like Ray Ray was last year out of necessity. And of course, he'll be a part of the receiver room. But th this is someone brought in as a kick returner. And as we all want to know, all right, so you brought him as a kick returner. But how much did he cost? Once again, it's a two-year deal. That's what the Steelers have been doing this year. And that two-year deal comes in at reportedly from um, Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network at $4.2 million. $4.2 million. So if he comes in with $4.2 million, I'm, I'm assuming um, if I were to do my little magic calculator stuff, I'm I'm assuming that 2.1 is for each year. It might not even be that. It might be 2.2 the first year and two the next. But let's just go 2.1 per year. If that's the case, 1.1 would be his base salary approximately and $1 million signing bonus. If that's the case, you're talking about counting $1.6 million on the salary cap. When you talk about displacement, you are talking about just being over $700,000 against the salary cap. It really doesn't affect it very much at all. And they have a kick returner. So uh, interesting signing. Now, I just don't want to leave it at that because there were some other news in the AFC North, if we're going to talk about breaking news, we might as well talk about the news. And that news is everything's all abuzz about um, in, a, in, in a shocking turn of events, <laughs> the, uh, the Cleveland Browns get back into the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, as some people call it. Some, some find that somewhat offensive that he has all these things linger, lingering over him, and yet a lot of teams were fighting for his services. But the Cleveland Browns come back in the mix, and they end up landing Deshaun Watson with what, what's reported is that they, they've worked out a, a, a new contract with him, five years, $230 million, all guaranteed. 
all guaranteed. And he, most of it's a signing bonus his first year. He only has a $1 million base contract. So if he gets suspended, he only loses that million dollars, not all of the signing bonuses and everything else. So the Cleveland Browns are really putting all their eggs in the Deshaun Watson basket because what will be very interesting is if he gets suspended at all and if he can even play. Remember, he did not play in 2021. He had, he did not play in 2021. But the compensation for the Browns to get him is that they get Deshaun Watson and a fifth-round pick. They're sending the Texans three first-round picks a third round pick and a fourth round pick. So, wow, not only did he cost a lot of money, he cost a lot of capital. I know some people wanted the Steelers to be in on this. But yeah, you you do have to ask yourself, do you think that the Steelers would have would have been really players here with so much up in the air to invest that kind of draft capital, that kind of money and everything into a player that you do not know if he will be able to play uh, for sure in 2021. Now I'm sure they probably talked to the commissioner and tried to make sure that they knew that their investment would be there, but um, it is a pretty big risk. More importantly, what does this mean to the Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, the Pittsburgh Steelers have only faced Deshaun Watson one time ever. And that was in 2020 at Pittsburgh. It was week three uh, the Steelers were actually losing at halftime, if you remember that, but that was part of the whole 11-0 start. But they were down at halftime. They were down, I think, 21-17. They held, remember, they held the Texans scoreless in the second half, ended up winning by seven points. Um, and, and, you know, and part of that was that they, they gave up they gave up a really late touchdown at the end of the first half, which was really bad. Um, you know, they, they scored with just over a minute left in the first half and then gave up a, um, a a touchdown really quick. So it did show that Deshaun Watson, you know, he could move the ball down the field. But just just out of curiosity, if you want to know his stats from that game, uh, Watson was 19 for 27, 264 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception was sacked five times only ran the ball one time for five yards. So that's the history with the Pittsburgh Steelers when it comes to uh, Deshaun Watson. So that's what's most important if we want to talk about this news is, is that is that that's how the, the quarterbacks are shaking up in the NF, in NF, sorry, the AFC North. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, the Steelers, and look at where they stand. What is still hilarious about, about the whole Deshaun Watson thing? The Cleveland Browns, had two first-round picks the year Watson came out there. The first overall, they took took Miles Garrett. They had the pick where Watson was selected. They had it from the, uh, I'm pretty sure it was the Philadelphia Eagles. That was their pick. And they traded it to the Texans for them to draft Watson. So now here we are, five years, more than five, you know, beyond five seasons, almost five years exactly later, Um and the Cleveland Browns are giving up three first-round picks, a third and a fourth, while getting back a, a fifth-round pick to get the guy they could have just drafted right then and there. I just kind of think that's a little bit comical. We'll see how it plays out with everything in Cleveland. You know, that's the place where quarterbacks go to die. Um, and we'll see also what happens if they can get anything in return for one Baker Mayfield. But uh, that, that'll that'll shape up some things um, with the Steelers and then the AFC North. So that's the news of the day. So recapping everything real quick, Ray Ray McLeod gone. 
more than $5 million per season to the 49ers. Juju Smith-Schuster gone almost $11 million for a year in Kansas City. That's probably a pretty good fit with him there, with him losing uh, Byron Pringle. And then the Steelers sign, this name is going to haunt me for forever, Gunnar Olszewski, see if I did any better that time, um, to a very very small, very insignificant salary cap deal for them uh, for two years. He's former All-Pro kick returner. And then, of course, you had the Deshaun Watson news. I will tell you that uh, it looks like the Steelers are going to be in the market for a wide receiver. I don't know if that market is going to be through free agency, through the draft. In my opinion, it's probably going to be both. It's probably going to be both. They'll probably make sure they bring in at least one more person um, at, at wide receiver, and I do think that that's also a position they will they will address in the draft. They didn't last year, and the and my goodness, I don't know when the last time was. It went two years where the Steelers didn't draft a wide receiver. Uh, that's something I might have to look up for a stat geek sometime. So. That's the news. We'll see if it keeps coming. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you are checking out all our podcasts, not just our breaking news podcasts. Um, everything, you know, the morning lineup of of uh, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Let's Ride, um, Jeffrey Benedict's uh, Cutting Room Floor on Tuesdays, My Stat Geek on Thursdays. Then you've got the noon lineup with the, with the draft fix, with the live mic, with Matty P's War Room, Yins, what Yins talk about, that's always a blast. Um, Bad and KT Smith with the Here We Go show. And then we have the the, the um, YouTube and Facebook live shows uh, in the evenings. All of those have been the, the, the same. We might have a little bit of a change coming with that, so make sure you're, you pay attention uh, to those. It won't really affect the audio side as much as it will uh, the, the live chat side. Also, don't forget the weekend shows. We've got the Power Half Hour on Saturdays. And, of course... Bad language on Sunday mornings. Love that show. New show with Brian Anthony Davis. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you go uh, check that out. That That's a good one as well. So thanks for joining us. And we have to finish it, as I always do when I'm by myself doing breaking news, by saying, go screw